0: Tuesday. Welcome Laurie and Julia's show, My Talk 107. everything entertainment. Thank you so much for joining us. You could leave the room, though. <laughs> Talking to Holly. Uh, okay. Uh, also, sometime during the show today, we are going to give you a chance to call in and win a couple of tickets to a movie that is getting a lot of good reviews, and that is Bombshell, everything that happened over at the uh, Fox Network. We'll let you know when to call in to win those later on Groovy!
3: And we're on the road tomorrow with a Santa stop at Google's in Rosemount, which is a farm garden and pet supply store. So people on that side of town are going to be thrilled because I don't recall that we've ever done a broadcast in the Rosemount area. No! No, never. And and Katie Canine's going to be there, and I think people are going to love that and I'm looking forward to it. Um, I have a DVR alert, everybody. What? Set your DVRs. Harry Styles is filling in for James Corden tonight. You know, he's been yep. gone all week. Last night, Alicia Keys did an amazing job. She, she had Ali Wong and Billie Eilish as oh, her guests, but Harry Styles is the host
2: tonight. He, and remember, he did it for a whole
3: week last yes. year when he's got mm-hmm. it. He's good. He's he totally good. good. He is good. That'll be fun. I know. And Angela
2: here at the office will probably. um,
3: uh, Everyone's going crazy for Harry. There's just something about Harry, and I. You know, we're having an author on um, later called Life Is in Everything, and it's like memories about people who worked with Mike Nichols, the director, and you know, improv, you know, uh, guy. Mm -hmm. And uh, there was a picture in the book of. Um. No, it was when I was watching. I watched the Halston documentary on the. Flight oh, I wanted to see that. And there was a photo at Studio Fifty Four of Bianca Jagger and Mick Jagger and like Cher and Andy Warhol, and it is simply amazing how much Harry Styles looks like the young, young? Mick Jagger. Oh wow! Okay. Really, really, and of course, you know they both. The flair in their clothing. Yeah, their
2: wild style, their confidence. Loving the women swagger. and the women
3: loving them back. Yeah, they got something. They got the look, Laura. Well, speaking of that, uh, we, we've walked down memory lane today because we woke up to the news that the Roxette, Roxette singer Marie Fredrickson has passed away at the age of 61. It was an official statement from her website. She's had a 17-year battle with a brain Tumor and it's a long time. Long wow. time. And uh in nineteen eighty six she teamed up with Per Gesso for the pop duo Roxette. Everyone cut their hair short like uh Marie. She had this sort of really kind of like what your hair looks like now, Laurie. Seriously, yeah. but a little shorter on shorter one side. Shorter on the yeah. side, but just a lot of people, she a lot of people did her hair and um it must have been love is the song that came out in 86 and then that really re-exploded because it was in Pretty Woman wow. on the soundtrack brought it to number one in 1990 maybe we can hear love. it Donnie uh, sure it that. must be it must but it's over it must have been love but it's
4: all now. It must have been
3: Thank you, Larry. sixty-one, uh, way too young. and they were going to go out on tour a few years ago, uh, like a kind of a nostalgia tour, because mm-hmm. they had—I mean, they've sold seventy-five million uh, wow. records, and they had about five Is or Rock six. Did the
2: name of the band? The name yes. of the band of
3: and Pear and, and Marie were the, the, the two duos, and okay. she had a, a brain tumor. at Seventeen years. She was married, two kids. Um, you know, uh, lived with it for a long time but she was just she had a beautiful voice and she lives behind a husband and two kids in their mm. 20s. Another song uh, what else do you have Donnie? Uh, well this one of course
4: She's got the She's yeah. got
0: I remember the video for this
4: Yes in the world can make a
0: girl So there was that one and they had one more. This was a pretty big hit
3: Oh yeah, listen Mm -hmm. to her. This This reminds me of like Uh, this was on a soundtrack (laughs) too. Oh, was it? Uh, yeah, I don't know which one, one. But that was yeah, anyway, but so that that's kinda that is sad. 61 is very Very, young. very young. And then uh, in other music news, last night was the Jingle Ball. I saw Chris Riemann Schneider
2: tweets on Twitter. Yes.
3: yes. And uh, 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 anyway, so their Jingle Ball, it was, uh, well, Ross Rayleigh said it was a lot of recycled acts. Uh, five Seconds of Summer, uh, the boy band. Why don't we, the band, we couldn't remember all summer long? That was at the Minnesota State Fair. Fair. Yeah, the headliner was Katy Perry, which seems tired, kind of. Well, she should. It seems weird for her to be in Jingle Ball. She seems too old. Kind of. Like
2: she's aged out of Jingle Ball. Kind of. Yeah. And I age. feel like good she's point. aged out of Jingle Ball. Yeah. <laughs> I think and that uh, might be and a I way guess to look at it.
3: Camilla Cab- Cabello was. She sounded good. She got the best. I mean, John Bream really liked her. She her kind of had an acoustic cider.
2: set. They brought up a Minnesota um, guy to play the guitar. Mm hmm. And it sounded really, really, really good.
3: Yeah. So, so and then uh, uh, all the critics, uh, the three Chris, John Bremen, Ross Rayla, said that uh, Monster X was really fun with their dancing um, uh, South Korean boy band that oh. has like Michael Jackson moves. Oh
2: yeah, nice Monster yeah. X. Okay. Yeah.
3: yeah. So anyway, um, yeah, lots happening. There lots was happening. also
2: the wrapping paper wrap off last night. If you were watching Freeform.
0: No. Oh, I, missed I missed that.
2: Actually, it's kind of fun. And Carson, um, Carson. Cressley? No, is that his last name? Yeah. yeah. Carson Presley's is one of the judges. Presley. Yeah, Cressley. It's kind of fun to watch people rap presence day to wrap a car mm-hmm. in three wow. different themes. And, and that's on Freeform? It was. Weird. And the Holiday Cookie Bake Off was on. And Are You Gonna Love It? Are You Gonna List It? That was on. You know, those yeah. were my channels last night. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. Really busy (laughs) stuff. We had a
2: stabbing DVR from being gone (laughs) a lot. Oh, so what did you make
3: it through? What did you guys watch? Uh, Caught up with the morning show and. I'm way behind. Yeah. And then Ray Donovan. (sighs) That show is so good. I'm so sad it's the last season. I know. I know. I know. It's really, really been good. But anyway, um, and then the John Lennon show was on Sunday night. That's right. We gave it a shout-out
2: on Friday. I thought you'd be proud of us, Lori. I am. (laughs) And I am so
3: glad I decided uh, that we would be too tired to go.
2: Oh, you would have been miserable. Because what time did you get up back from Mexico on Sunday? Like
3: 7 o'clock. We were were home by like 7. Our flight was like at 3. But you would have
2: been miserable going out. I would have been too too tired. Mm
3: -hmm. I would have been too tired, uh, particularly because we... Um, you know, partied every night. Yes,
2: that was what was going on. You know. Not just p- pina coladas during the day. And then...
3: Partying well, every night. Are that they is. an
0: hour behind us where you were? No. No, the same I, time. Same time. No,
3: okay. oh. uh, um No. Uh, Cancun, all of Quintana Roo went to East Coast time. Oh, they permanently. did? Permanently. They don't do daylight savings oh. time. Oh. And so they're oh, East okay. Coast time. I see. Okay. Yeah, that is what's going on in That the is department. what's going
2: on in Mexico. All Thank right. Thank you, love.
3: Listen, when we come back, it's our story we can't get enough of. Sing it, Kelly. Kelly, Kelly, Kelly. Her karaoke yesterday was Bang Bang. Oh, really? Yeah, the Jesse J. Song? No, the Jesse oh. J song, Bang Bang. <laughs> bang Bang into the room. Okay, last night uh, in the clubhouse, uh, it was an odd pairing, but yet great chemistry. Great Stephen, chemistry, Stephen Dorff, uh, American actor. He's act- actually acted since he was a kid. Andy opened up the vault and showed him as a kid on *Designing Women*. And yep. he's been <laughs> acting for a long time. We most recently saw him play Roland West in the third season of *True Detective*, yes. opposite Mahershala Ali, and he was fantastic. Fantastic. And then Elizabeth Hurley, she's been in the Clubhouse uh before but she was looking like a million bucks and i don't know they kind of had great chemistry together I thought so too so he's uh, married yeah but still yep they did have good they just had good uh, mm-hmm. good juju as far as that uh um energy they had but uh of course she's worked for or been a face for liz uh Uh, SD Lauder. SD Lauder. For a lot of time, a lot of years anyway. Andy wants to know how do you, you know, you and J-Lo aging backwards.
1: Elizabeth Hurley may have portrayed Satan in Bedazzled, but the fact that she hasn't aged a bit in her almost 30 year career makes me wonder if she made a deal with the devil himself. So I want to get all of your beauty (laughs) secrets right now. How many days a week do you work out? Um, None. Really? (laughs) Sorry. Wow, what do you do if you get a zit? Aw, uh, I, well. You don't, do you? <laughs> uh, walk us through your daily skincare routine. Oh, well, that I do a lot of. You do, okay. I do a lot of it, because you know I've worked for Estee Lauder for 25 yes. years. Yes. So I have an awesome. of products. You have the suite of products. of products. I have everything. What's your go-to skin product that you can't live without? Uh, it's a serum called Advanced Night Repair. Advanced Which I've used twice a day for 25 years. Really? Is it Estee Lauder? It is Estee Lauder. Wow! Is it ever okay to go to bed with makeup on? Sometimes. Are there any specific foods you avoid at all costs? Mm, I don't really have too much dairy product. Any foods that you feel serve your body best? Very boring, but vegetables. Do you have a go-to hair product? Okay, thank (laughs) you very much! Thank you very much. She doesn't
3: exercise. And I guess I believe her. And here's her. I I do too, Lori.
2: And one of her famous quotes is says, a bit of lusting after someone does wonders
3: for the skin. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. I do, too. mean <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. All right. Well, here she gets asked the question because I remember how disappointed oh. you and many other people were when E! canceled the Royals. I loved that show. And remember there her was a son d- ended Damien? up getting a part yeah. on the show and he's so striking looking. He looks just like her. He does. Yes. He really does. So here she is talking about the finale of the Royals.
4: Um, My question is just kind of curious as to um, how her take was on the way that the Royals series ended and how um, she would have maybe, how she would like it to play out. And two, if there's any possibility that this could come back.
1: (laughs) Could the Royals come back? Who knows? I, I, unlikely. That I think the sets were burnt. Oh. So okay. I think that they're gone. Were you happy that the show came back? I mean, were you happy with uh, the ending? No. You know, we didn't expect it to end. I, th- I think everyone thought there would definitely be a fifth season. So I think the storylines weren't really finished properly. I think a lot of the fans were upset that they didn't tie up loose ends. We were upset too, in a way. Jordan Kay texted, Stephen, is it true you provided vocals uh, on Lenny Kravitz's American Woman? Yes. Really? <laughs> you know, on I, just that t- did, I just did the uh, you know. Really? Uh, it nice. goes like da da da, da 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 Uh. How God. did Lenny Kravitz know that you were a good grunter? I was. <laughs> good question. But I was in the studio. No, I mean I'm friends with Lenny, and I was in the studio, and he's like, "Get out here!" And, and he's like, "Give me a uh," and I was like, "All right." And so I did it, and that's I, fun. I, yeah. Then he gave me a credit on it. I like that, it. Yeah.
2: Oh Whoa. my gosh, that's Who big, cause that's a big song. The remake of American Woman hey, by the Guess Who. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway. and that, that Royals, the reason why it had to go so quickly is one of the people that was EVPing it mm-hmm. or the showrunner was Nasty Man and he was dallying in, a, in younger girls' pants, wasn't it? uh maybe there was, there was some there was a that scandal they had to shut why they had to shut it down so quickly
3: because that was a good scripted. oh show i love that me. show so you could tell that she was disappointed yeah. also he asked uh, D- steven Dorff about his music he said well you were in the video for uh, with britney spears every time where you played her boyfriend and he asked him you know, we took it all we brought them to our
0: land
3: did they ever say to you that this was her breakup song about Justin Timberlake and you were basically playing Justin Timberlake? And he said, well, I just asked to listen to this song. That song came out in, like, 2003. I asked to listen to the song, and I asked if it was about anybody in particular, but nobody really said, but I guess based on how I was dressed in the video and everything, I guess I was playing that guy, yeah, yeah. And
2: the and the showrunner was the reason it was Mark Schwann, and uh, he was fired for allegations of following allegations of sexual harassment. He was the creator mm-hmm. and the showrunner. He was fired, um, and that was it. And he he apparently never apologized to H- Hillary Burton. She was on One Tree Hill. Mm-hmm. Remember, he was associated oh, yeah, with yeah, that yeah, a little yeah, bit, yes. and he had this dirty track following him.
3: All right, We like that show, yeah. though. And then Stephen Dorff is filming. This show is coming to Fox in, I think, January. It's, uh, yeah. it's going to focus on the L.A. Sheriff's Department. It's called Deputy.
0: Yeah, I guess the head of the L.A. Sheriff's Office passes away... Uh, uh, very, yeah. uh, you know, passes uh-huh. away and he's the next in line. Next
2: in
3: line, and he he's gets been the in job. like
2: a ton of oh, movies, but you kind of just don't know his name that much. I right. think the most we got to know him was in um, True Detectives with Mahershala Ali. Well, because we hadn't seen excellent. him in anything he for was so, so long. So good, yeah. He
3: really yeah. was. Okay, let's play the last cut.
1: Tyler, what's your question?
4: Hey, my question is for both uh, of our guests, and it's uh, my question is what was the their best and worst on screen kiss. Okay,
1: best on-screen kiss: Steven Dorff. Susan Sarandon was good. Really? On-screen kiss. In what movie? Uh, Earthly Possessions. It was an HBO movie. Awesome. Years ago. Yeah. Okay. Good. Early. Kiss. Best. So many. Um, <laughs> maybe. Maybe Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> what movie was that? It was a movie called Ed TV. Oh yeah, yeah. Ron yeah. Howard. Yes. We did a lot of kissing in it. Wow. All right. Either of you willing to forfeit worst kiss? I had a German actor I did a movie with. We hated each other. Really? So we had to have a sort of a sexy scene, and we had to do a lot of snogging. Right. We didn't like it. It was bad. Horrible. Horrible. Snogging. Snogging. <laughs> snogging. I know. <laughs> That's such a good word.
3: And the other show that uh, she was in was called Runaways. It's on right um, now. Right now?
2: I think it's on um Laurie, what's it on? Is it on um It sounds like a show. Amazon? I, would like. I know it.
3: Read what it's about. They're uh, teenagers discover their parents are supervillains in disguise and they try to run away from their home to figure oh, out hey, where it's they're from. It's on Hulu. It's on Hulu. 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 Yeah. Okay, cuz yes.
2: she's in that right she, now. Yeah.
3: Yeah, that's a Marvel. Yeah,
0: it is. Yeah. From the Marvel Ugh, universe God, and then they're
3: they're Talons are everywhere. (laughs) I know what they really are. (laughs) And then she's going to be in a movie called Then Came You. A lonely widow plans a trip around the world with her husband's ashes to visit places they loved in the movie. But good people are in that. The first stop on the journey changes her life forever. And who wrote this? Kathy Lee Gifford. And she stars in it. And so does Elizabeth Hurley. And
2: it's her story about Frank. I mean, it's kind of a metaphor for her story about Frank Gifford. Yeah. she We never talked about that when she came out and just said that she moved to Nashville because she was just so lonely out there in the Hamptons and the big house that she shared. Yeah. And her kids were grown, so she wanted to be more in a community. Right. Well, well, we always liked her.
3: So anyway, so that's that's what she's doing Good. in the acting department, okay? All right, listen, we come back. Uh, Nini Leakes got pissed at Andy Cohen for making fun of her wearing the same dress twice. On and his we, show? Yeah, and we've got a sneak peek of Claire Danes taking on the Taliban after seven months in a Russian prison in the trailer for Homeland's final season. That's posted. We'll be right back. My Talk Traffic is brought to you by Six Live at the Ordway, November 29th through December 22nd. Starting in Carver Highway 212 eastbound, a crash from County Road 43 to Jonathan Carver Parkway in Fridley 694 westbound. A crash from East River Road to University Avenue and near Dinah 494 westbound, a crash from France Avenue to Highway 100. And near Scandia, Highway 95, a crash from 209th Street to Oak Hill Road. You don't want to miss six live at the Ordway before it heads to Broadway. The multi Award winning new musical six is a phenomenon everyone is losing their heads over. Live on stage November 29th through December 22nd at the Ordway. Tickets on sale now at Ordway.org. Your five eyewitness Dudes weather forecast, wind chill advisory in effect through noon tomorrow. Six and sunny today, clear negative eight tonight. Seven and mostly sunny
2: tomorrow, right now six and sunny. Random thoughts? You can always find it on the podcast, download or stream my talk shows wherever you find your podcasts or at my talk keyword
3: podcast. And my friend said, I knife my head and everything deleted like the past year was gone. And when I touched your face, I could tell you're moving on. it's not the fact that you kissed him yesterday it's the feeling of betrayal that i just can't seem to shake and everything i know tells me that i should walk away but i just
2: wanna stay and my friend said i know you love her but it's over me
3: uh, okay, correction. We're at Flegals in Rosemont, because I heard Katie Canine do the ad. It's not flugals it's Flegals yeah, And that's one. tomorrow. Yes, tomorrow is a Santa yes. so So um, it's a farm garden and pet supply store in Rosemont, Minnesota.
2: I remember when I first pulled up the picture, and I'm like, Lori, we're going to be outside. Yeah, right. <laughs> but it's a beautiful, beautiful place, actually. Yeah. And we're really kind of excited. And I'm kind of excited to be there and see the pets that people bring in to visit Katie Canine, Absolutely. too, which will be totally fun. Yeah, so
3: just bring unwrapped toys we're collecting for the Ronald McDonald House, and we'll be happy to get that to the families yeah. and kids that uh, uh, are going to be there. So, okay, so NeNe Leaks of The Real Housewives of Atlanta. Let it be known, last night she's not going to take any shady comments from anyone, including her boss, Andy Cohen. He made a joke about a dress she wore twice. In the clubhouse, once during a confessional and once during, you know, a doorbell show like who's at the doorbell. And yes. anyway, uh, her 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 hashtags were hashtag pointless, hashtag messy, which seems low. Um, that's like, okay, no one's watching The Housewives going, geez, I hope, I wonder what point they're going to make today. And I wonder if anyone will be messy. I mean, that has been the whole point of Andy Cohen's uh, universe is, uh, Pointless and messy. Any of the housewife shows are that. So, did was
2: Andy and, the one that threw shade at her? Okay, that's really anyway. kind of funny And that she's so sensitive.
3: She's so, and this is that's the same from woman her who gives shade to everybody and who wished rape on a heckler and oh. came for cancer stricken husband on Twitter remember when Gray? Yes. yeah 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 and so please, anyway nini. i have a feeling that- i kind of
2: miss nini though i miss i kind of missed her and fashion police i thought she was
3: fun on that she was anyway maybe ratings and attention the scripted have for you attention watched thing. any of the ho- atlanta uh, i've seen just the first episode i caught up with orange county now talk about pointless and messy that show and then New York, you know, uh, Tinsley's. Is it back though? No, she's gone. I know, but is it's it coming back? back?
2: Okay, so it hasn't started. No, yet. Okay. but Tinsley's
3: out. Yeah, and she was pointless and messy. She There's was. no reason for her to be is there. Is Barbara out too? Of New I, York? I sure hope so, because talk about pointless. <laughs> she didn't have one storyline. Okay, it was just painful. <laughs> She was she, as bad as the wax lady they had that one She ran season. a construction firm. I know, but she was so yeah. bad.
0: Gotta have a storyline.
3: Gotta yeah. have a storyline. Anyway, uh, but NeNe, not only then, she had to liken herself to other celebrities like Michelle Obama and Duchess Kate, who've worn the same outfit a few times. <laughs> oh, for crying oh, out on. loud. And I'm like, okay. I would just say, yeah,
2: I wore it. I own it. I yeah. like it. Yeah, It's I know. mine
3: and uh andy didn't really care and i think maybe you know maybe atlanta might need some some eyeballs some eyeballs and okay. i don't even know if uh, if uh, nini's holding the peach this year i can't remember
2: Donnie, can you find out if Nini's holding, holding peach? the peach? Nini holding a peach? This is yes. really oh, important. Really.
3: Breaking news. You. Is Nini holding the peach? Okay, so uh, Showtime, the uh, homeland, Showtime. is coming back on February 9th. It's been almost two years since that show. You know, they take these big, long... Uh, leap. So we posted the trailer, the new season finds Saul Berenson, played by Mandy Patika, now serving as national security advisor to the president, played by Bo Bridges. And Saul, ironically, is tasked with ending the war in Afghanistan, which is now going on 18 years. And we've basically had, you know, the Washington Post did their Pentagon paper uh, thing about how the American public has been lied about that war for Eighteen years, years, yeah. Yeah. Um, Nobody, because you can't, you can't make a democracy out of a country that that, doesn't. Well, a country that is ruled by religion, yeah. That's everything. That's the foundation. And tribal and and religious, and it's what the Russians found out. And if you saw Charlie Wilson's War, which was directed by Mike Nichols, they basically Charlie Wilson, the guy from Texas, uh, Texas, was like, this is going to be just. There's disaster. nothing to... Disaster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, so it's kind of timely, but she's taking on the Taliban after spending seven months in prison. So the trailer... Is Offer
2: a... meds. I mean, there's no one. She is so good. She's
3: so good. And Saul, of
2: course, is going to be the only one that believes her, and then she's yep. going to do things that no one believes her. And I love their relationship, Sauls and Claire Danes. Yeah. I love that show. I That's love that show. one of the shows.
3: Now, she told Variety last year that this a season... We think it's going to be the last, but you know, we thought that after the sixth season, you mean the seventh season, no, after the sixth season, it was going to be ending, and okay. then they had a seventh, and oh. so it's kind of inconclusive. So she had a new baby, yep, yep. So we'll see, we'll see. But the trailer looks really if
2: good. If people have never watched that, I don't think you can get it unless you have Showtime. You gotta have no. Showtime, yeah, yeah. It doesn't, it's one of the better shows. It's always delivered, I thought. And last year's with that woman president or whatever. Oh. Yeah. <sighs>
3: yeah, it was wow. really good. Um, and Ray Donovan has been a consistent great mm-hmm. show for Showtime. I mean,
2: nobody. Showtime also has the American Video Porn Awards on. You can also watch that on Showtime if oh, you so really? choose. I would like Cardi to. Cardi B that. is the performer. Is she? Because Lori and oh. I are familiar with this show because we were in Vegas at the lingerie show when this show was happening that coincided. Twice, yes, with this big um, collection of 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 people who celluloid celebrities, yeah, celluloid
3: <laughs> celebrities who get naked <laughs> and everything else. Anyway, the trailer looks really good, and February ninth is when that comes back to show. Time. So
2: now we have something in February to get excited about. Yes.
3: January, some yes. things that are coming ab- back. Mm. Um, are words Americans words? will spend seventy-eight thousand hours of their life watching TV. So if that's the average, get a good one. If that's get the a average, good TV. ours must be is going to oh. be higher than that. <laughs> oh, can you even? Well, imagine you're always why?
0: above average in my view.
3: Uh, yeah, I know. But thank you,
2: Donnie. <laughs> watching <laughs> ours too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
3: Oh, my gosh. But think
2: of that. Well, I I turned, I was actually just so delighted by our programming here on My Talk 107.1 today that I didn't even watch the mine shows. I listened to Jason Alexis yeah. with Stephanie, and then I um, listened to Don and Steve. I didn't watch any TV. Yeah. It, there were so many good things. They well, were they kept just,
3: breaking in for impeachment stuff, you. too. That's so, why I've, I've turned yeah.
2: to the good old... Uh, Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Went to radio. Well, so uh, Olympics are TV gold. London 2012 ceremonies is the top list of the most watched show this decade. And the England World Cup. All the the soccer
2: stuff is after that. It's just nutty.
3: Well, remember that 2012 we had Spice Girls, The Who, and George Michael performed. At the at the Olympics, at the at London at the Olympics. Olympics, yeah, sure. it's a good lineup. It was fun, and remember the Queen and James Bond. I remember, Bond. I got
2: catfished, and the guy said that he was waiting for his. He built buildings during the
3: Olympics. Oh, Julia, was that twenty twelve? He was waiting for uh, the
2: money. Uh, Could I just borrow him twelve thousand dollars?
3: No, I know mm-hmm. it. You can't, Laurie. I've, I've met somebody.
2: Oh, stop it! I know. I've it. already dealt with all the shame from this forever. But you I called I, in I, sick. I, well, I was so ashamed.
3: What? Yeah. I was so in ashamed no that
2: I fell for a catfisher. I didn't fall I for I told it. you it was a catfisher. But I don't the like minute. to believe you. I know, but you, you know. You tell me
3: some things that I just Do you don't know. like to know. when it comes to dating advice, I... You have been right, right on I on with been all, everybody. I'm rock solid. All this dating and screwing around and marriages that I have have paid off they have. for solid advice at the end of the day. They have. Yeah.
2: But I don't want to believe you all the time it's because I think you're just a
3: uh, poo-pooer on love. Well, I know, but when somebody <laughs> says they're an English financier who lives <laughs> yeah. in London uh-huh. and speaks French, I'm like, yeah. you're talking to a Nigerian in a Wi-Fi cafe. Oh, sure. Watch out. What do you yes. send me?
2: Chocolates, a balloon, and oh, a teddy bear. Please. Okay. Oh, for God's sakes, that was so bad. <laughs> so
3: bad. Really,
2: I was at my lowest low point, and that's when they get you. Yeah, I didn't well, ever pay out any money, but we know so many people that have. I mean, it's a,
3: it, it can happen to anybody. People don't want to admit, admit it. it. And yes. I was so ashamed. Yeah. Well, I, you feel like a fool.
2: Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. but uh, it, more so than usual. Quote. Yeah, more <laughs> so than That's a hard More so
0: than my average <laughs> fooling around. So you wanted to know about NeNe Lee. Yes. Uh, it says she, she was in the opening credits holding a peach. Okay. But she has been conspicuously absent from some of the episodes. She has been refusing to film with Kenya and Portia. Oh, oh NeNe. Yeah. yeah, she's furious that Kenya was coming back.
3: Oh me. And she was
0: adamant that she didn't want to spend time on camera with her so, at the beginning of filming.
3: This calling out Andy thing makes sense because she's trying to, to get, get a some flurry attention of, and get people yeah. on her
2: side to fire whatever by her her bicep. Or not even is.
3: fire, but like, you know, just try and show uh, Andy, you right. know, what she can do when she calls him messy and pointless, which Andy has made a career out of being messy and pointless. Mm, that is assume. the universe.
2: Yeah, we kind of... Yeah. Yeah, if that's how we're going
3: to go. Yeah. Okay, so, you know, for the flight attendant, we were so excited when we talked to Chris Bohaley in last year. One this of, is a book. A, a book, so great. And Kaylee uh, Cuoco is going to be playing the flight attendant who... This happens on the first page. She wakes up in her hotel room in Dubai with a massive hangover and a dead man beside her. Yes, that's the first page. That's the first page. So it's coming to HBO. I don't know. Must be May because it's an HBO Max series. Yes. But uh, she. Mm-hmm cast her sister in the new series she's because she's producing the show i so. know
2: and her sister's going to play one of the flighty girls that one of her girlfriends but also her sister i think was on the voice or she something was. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so that's kind of fun
3: anyway i'm
2: looking forward to that but another streaming service that one's going to be 14.99 or something I'm hoping it's going to be included because we if pay HBO, so much.
3: Yeah,
2: don't you think? I, well, who yeah, knows?
0: D- don't get your hopes up on that. Really? Didn't. They may not be included with HBO. You're kidding? You may have to pick one or the other.
3: I'm well, not. Why you can't you pick both. Well, why wouldn't you? Wouldn't then wha- you
0: would pay twenty eight dollars? Right.
3: But I'm just saying that's what they're hoping people will do. Ex- they're not exactly. hoping people no. pick one or the I other. They're, they're hoping people, people no, pick I know, both. I know. Wow. Well. I want to see it just to see same, the flight attendant. Same. That one I'm excited about. All same. Right, listen, when we come back, let us now praise Mike, uh, Mike Nichols. is the name of the book. And we are talking with one of the uh, authors, Ash Carter, when we come back.
2: Do you miss Sex Monday? You can always find it on the podcast. Download or stream My Talk shows wherever you find your podcasts or at My Talk Keyword Podcast. say,
1: I'm keeping our j-
3: thanks for hanging out with us well we are delighted we have ash carter with us who is a journalist and written for vanny Fair, new york times and uh you and a co-author i guess sam Kashner, put together a great book called mike nichols as remembered by 150 of his closest friends the book is called life isn't everything so thanks for being with us Thank you. Okay, so Mike, how did this project? Because it's interesting, even how you, you know, went about compiling the book and getting stories and getting all these people. That Mike Nichols, did you were you guys having drinks? Were you just talking about how did it come about?
4: Originally, uh, we 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 did it as a Vanity Fair article about six months after Mike died, and and just kind of uh, called up. Well, I mean, you know, I say called up, but of course. Many, most of Mike's close friends have armies of publicists, but we did eventually get them on the phone. About forty of them, and asked them to kind of reminisce uh, about what you know what made him great. And the the piece uh, ran at it twice its assigned length, but it just became obvious that there was so much more material. Um, so much more of his career that we just had, did not have the space to get to. And so, yeah, uh, basically over the, the following three years, we would, you know, some by phone, some we made pilgrimages to different states, visited people in their homes or met them in restaurants or, you know, and eventually compiled all these te- these uh, testimonies of what he was like and what he was like to work with.
3: Yeah. And I mean, just name, even just thinking about his film career, starting with, you know, Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf starring Elizabeth Taylor and, and Richard Burton. That was his first film, correct? And then followed up by The That's Graduate. Correct. And then, yep. um, you know, Silkwood and Kesson and, and Meryl Streep. That was really fascinating, I guess, as somebody who, you know, we love movies, kind of getting what an interesting guy he was as far as a director,
4: yeah, I mean he totally he really did change American movies. Um I I mean I think that the the Graduate is probably the the best case study in in how he did that and uh you know Dustin Hoffman really um gave us a great interview and and explained how uh, you know just he he kind of brought us back to what it was like to be plucked from an off-Broadway show to be the very unconventional lead of this movie, and uh, that he, I mean, he essentially was cast against the advice of everybody. Um, Eden Hoffman himself didn't think that didn't uh, think that he was right for the part, and told Nichols that you know he wanted somebody like Robert Redford because at the time that. Uh, putting a guy like Hoffman in the leading role was just not something somebody did but right. Mike had an instinct and he was proven right and um, that I mean he you're you're certainly right about all the people that he worked with I mean it's you know just it's a you, who's who. Rattled yeah. up it is but also I think you know in a lot of what he's thought of primarily as a movie director but he also you know he was famous as a comedian like Nationally famous before he even directed movies, he was famous as a theater director before he directed movies, and and also was really the, one of the first, if not the first, a list Hollywood director to bring major stars like Al Pacino and Meryl Streep to television. A late, uh, when he did Angels in America in right. two thousand three. So I mean he I I think arguably he changed four American art forms.
3: Mm-hmm. That's that's a pretty and amazing he was an EGOT several yeah. times over. I I guess I I didn't realize that
4: until I read the book. That's, that's true, and he also has the distinction of his, his, the the first Grammy he won um, for uh, a Nichols and May album was 51 years before his final Tony for Death of the Salesman in 2012. And that's a span that is unmatched by any, any of his fellow EGOTs. So, I mean, the, the, the breadth, not just the breadth across mediums, but also over time is, makes him kind of a unique figure in the 20th century, I think, in, in American culture.
2: It's pretty amazing. If you're just joining us, we're talking with Ash Carter. He co-authored the book, um, Mike Nichols, as remembered by 150 of his best friend. But the book is called Life Isn't Everything. And apparently that was a tagline that Mike used a lot. Life isn't everything. Get over it kind of thing.
4: (laughs) Well, he, you know, another another, uh, of his kind of lines was, and first of all, I mean, he was known for being able to kind of speak in epigrams i mean he was really kind of a legendary wit and, yep. and brain but um another one of his lines was if it's human it's at least funny and i think that that it, it, like the the line that we chose for our title kind of expresses his uh a kind of a very human perspective that it can be found in all of his movies you know there it's a kind of there, there is a, uh, an understanding of human frailty, but also a, a, uh, a, he, he sees the kind of, uh, you know, he sees the human comedy of it all, yeah. and I think that that's kind of encapsulated in in that phrase.
3: Did he get? Did Cher say anything? You know, because when she was in Silkwood with Meryl Streep and Kurt Russell, I mean, people didn't. I know she done come back to the Five and die, Jimmy. She Dean. wasn't real well known. Not in the that's serious right. acting part. Right. And yeah. did, he, did he go to bat? Did he really feel insistent
4: about Cher Absolutely. being in that? And, yeah. In fact, he when they. Uh, when the the trailer for Silkwood was first cut, um, she went to see it. That, you know, it was showing before some movie, and she went to see it, and she said that, you know, the Meryl Streep's name flashed across the screen, people clapped, and Mike's name flashed, and people clapped, and then Cher's name flashed, and people laughed. And Mike said, don't worry, when the movie comes out, you know, they won't be laughing. And, and actually, there's a pl- funny story, because <laughs> she... As, you know, you both know, he, uh, Cher was, you know, known for, she, she you know, she was a very kind of glamorous done yeah. figure, and Mike insisted that she wear no makeup in this movie, which she did sort of reluctantly at first, and Kurt Russell said, what are you worried about, you know, just, you're going to get nominated for an Oscar just because of that, and he, <laughs> of course she was. yeah oh,
3: she, wow. was. If, she was, she was, And did Mike Nichols, what did he win an Oscar for for directing? Who's well, Afraid of Virginia Woolf? Or the graduate.
2: No,
4: the graduate. The, the graduate, graduate. Yep.
3: And then also yeah. he directed one of our favorite movies, and it still holds up, 1988's Working Girl. With Love, Melanie Griffith yeah, yeah. and Harrison Ford and, and Sigourney. And yeah. I mean, what a fun project, <laughs> Ash. Yeah, really, we we enjoyed it. And I'm we're really glad to know more about Mike Nichols, mm-hmm. you know, through all of his famous friends. And even just his early childhood story and the improv. It's just fascinating. So good to talk to you, Thank Ash. You. The book is called Thank Life you. Isn't Everything. We've got a couple copies to give away. 651-641-1071.